right, praise the name of the Lord. We bless the living God for his wonderful grace. We are here once again into our wonderful program called the Freedom Streams. With the Freedom Streams, we want to flow the word of God to you as streams of living water that you may be refreshed with the reality, with the truth, and even with the Christ that we have seen and dispensed unto you. This is Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry. Ampala, Uganda. We are here with a wonderful teaching series and uh, I have little time to start from wherever we started. We, we Wherever we ended, we, stalk, we have been talking about the New Testament plan of God and we have moved on and we see whatever is the reality and the desire of God even in the New Testament in the 27 books. We are at this level whereby we are talking about uh, the way God manifests himself. His manifestation is in three ways, in three aspects, and uh, it is in three stages. The first aspect, uh, the first stage was when he manifested individually in Christ. The second one was when he's manifesting himself even today in the church in a corporate way. But we in the future are going to find that he's going to manifest himself to the fullest in the New Jerusalem, and we are going to see him expressing himself corporately and in a bigger way and a broader way. So we have been talking about this at the stage whereby he's going to manifest himself in the New Jerusalem as the consummate corporate expression in the New Jerusalem. So that's where we want to start from. So we have seen that uh, the New Jerusalem number one is going to is the holy city and with the city we see that uh, uh, God is going to manifest himself in a broader way and the new Jerusalem is going to be the administrative center of the eternal kingdom of God we have also seen previously that the, the new Jerusalem is the bride of the lamb the tabernacle of God and in this we saw that the new Jerusalem is serving the triune God in two different ways to meet the needs of the triune God. Example to Christ, the new Jerusalem is the, la, the, the, the bride for Christ's satisfaction. But also the new Jerusalem is to God the Father, the creator, the originator is the tabernacle of his habitation for his rest. So this is how we serve God and um, we meet all his needs and desires. But we are going to continue to see what are the components of the new Jerusalem. So number three is going to be the components of new Jerusalem. These components, what makes up the new Jerusalem? Because most of the people, they don't know what makes up the new Jerusalem. I want to give you a glimpse of this today in the name of Jesus. So Revelation chapter 21 verses 12 says that on the twelve gates of the new Jerusalem are the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel. And when you come to Revelation chapter 21 verses 14, it tells us that on the twelve foundations of the new Jerusalem are the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Now, you see that they have mentioned the twelve names of the tribes of Israel and the twelve names of the apostles. That is in the New Testament. So the 12 tribes represent the Old Testament saints and the 12 apostles in the New Testament saints. 
So this indicates that all the saints for both the Old Testament and the New Jerusalem are the components, are the makeup. They are the constituent of the New Jerusalem or God's expression. Now you see this clear picture. God had a purpose when He selected twelve uh, tribes, the sons of uh, from the the, the children of, of, of Jacob. And he comes in the New Jerusalem, he selects 12 apostles, making 24. 12 in the old, 12 in the new. And this is now bringing us in because you must know that if you don't belong, if you don't belong to the Old Testament uh, tribes, you, you belong to the New Testament apostles. In other words, there is this aspect whereby you must trace yourself to the uh, within the 12 tribes where you come from. For example, me and my ministry, according to our calling, we know that we come from the tribe of Ephraim where comes Joshua that is going to make the Israel to possess the land which is the all-inclusive Christ. So our mandate is to, we are, we are the Joshua's of our, our generation. We are causing this children of, of God that are born again, we are, they, they are like the children of Israel, we are making them to inherit, we are making them to divide their land Christ, each one to take his portion to enjoy and to experience we are the Ephraims, we are the Joshua's this is how we trace ourselves in the scriptures, see Joshua made them to possess the land by the word of God he says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth with it you are going to lead them he says wherever you shall step in faith I have given you so with that mandate we, we serve we serve with the purpose we serve in a line when we come to the New Testament we will be like John John is one of the apostles that had the mending ministry whereby we the mending ministry is to put right that which is broken like the word of God even the revelation has been broken by several teachings but we belong to that line of John who preaches Christ as life understand now I don't know about you but for us we know where we come from in the old and the new so this means that this indicates that all the saints of both the old testament and the new testament are the components they are the constitution the constituent of the new Jerusalem God is expression and I want us to know by this time that all the saints, God is regenerated and transformed children. These are the sons of God spoken in Revelation chapter 21 verse, verse 7. The sons of God. These have God's life and nature. They are different from the people spoken of in Revelation chapter 21 verse 3. Now let us come to read Revelation 21 verse 3 and verse 7. Praise the name Jesus. So we see that in verse 3 the Bible says that and I heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of, of God is with men and it dwells with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. When you come to verse 7 it says that he that overcomes shall inherit all things. Now bless, I'll be his God and he shall be my son. Now you see that there is a difference between the people mentioned in verse 3 and the people mentioned in verse 7. That means that in the New Jerusalem you are going to find overcomers and those that are going to lose, those that are going to fail. 
praise the name of Jesus. I would I don't want to go in detail of that because that's a different teaching. I want to proceed. And I did to see that there are two aspects of people here. Hallelujah. So, you have seen that there is these ones that are nations around the new Jerusalem. Those are in Revelation chapter 21 verse 3. But when you see in Revelation chapter 21 verse 24 and Revelation chapter 22 verse 2 you see that the new Jerusalem in the new heaven and new earth will be the aggregate the totality of all the sons of God who have been redeemed regenerated, sanctified transformed and glorified for the building of the new Jerusalem as God is consummate manifestation for eternity. So the new Jerusalem is a makeup and the totality of the sons of God. We are the one that are going to be the building materials. Build the new Jerusalem. Praise the name Jesus. Let us continue to number four which is its base. The base of the new Jerusalem. We have seen the components. What makes up the new Jerusalem it is we the people of the Old Testament and the New Testament that we are chosen. Praise the name of Jesus. But we want to see what is its base. So, with the components, we are talking about walls, right? Now, we, are, we want to see what is base of the New Jerusalem. Bible says in Revelation 21 verse 18, it says, The city was pure gold, like pure glass. Now, Revelation 21, 21 says that the street of the city was pure gold as transparent glass. Now, since the street of the city is gold, gold must be the base of the city on which the, the, is the street. You know that gold in typology signifies God in his divine nature. If God, gold Typifies God in his divine nature, that means that the divine nature of God is the base of the city. Are we following? And this indicates that the new Jerusalem is wholly constituted of the nature of God. Now, here we see the nature of God is in two aspects. The nature of God is in himself as gold, and the nature of God is already in us, the believers, as the stones and the building materials. This indicates that the new Jerusalem has got and is built of the nature of God, which is pure and transparent. God is pure. God is transparent. As pure and transparent uh, like a glass without any mixture. God does not have any mixture. Glory to God. So with which and in which nothing can be covered. Now this affords God a pure and transparent expression for his consummate manifestation in the new Jerusalem. So the city is clear enough that we can see the manifestation of God clearly. That's why it is pure and transparent as glass. God is not having nothing to hide. It is the name Jesus. So we shall proceed with the gates of the city. Number five is its gates. What are we seeing? We are seeing the makeup of the new Jerusalem. You see now its gates. In Revelation chapter 21 verse 13 and even verse 21. It tells us that the new Jerusalem has on the 
east three gates and on the north three gates and on the south three gates and on the west three gates. And when you come to verse 21 it says and the 12 gates because the 333 three, three times 4 goes to 12 that 21 is saying and the 12 gates there are 12 pearls each one of the gates was respectively of one pearl. No pearls they signify Paul signifies Christ, his life, the life-releasing death, and his life-secreting, resurrecting, resurrection rather, his life-secreting resurrection to cause the sinners to be regenerated with his divine life, that they may become parts of the New Jerusalem as its entrance. This is the meaning of Paul. Paul is a kind of stone that is precious. But it has gone through a work that began with Christ's releasing death when he died on the cross. He died on the cross and he released a life during his death. And then the same life we receive when he was resurrecting. His life owed the life-secreting resurrection. Praise the name of Jesus. So this causes a sinner be regenerated with the divine life of Christ. Become what? That a sinner was a sinner after the transforming work becomes part of the new Jerusalem as a pearl as its entrance. Because pearls where the gates are made of pearl. Praise the name of Jesus. So we see that this entrance brings in the blending Signified by the number 12 of the triune God. Signified by the number 3. Remember, there is the three gates on each what? side, south, east, west. They total to 12. And 12 is a number of God. The last 3 is also a number of God. So, we see that with the created man, signified by the number 4. Remember, the Bible says that there are 4 uh, four what? Sides, the east, the west, the north, and what? So four is the number of man because four is the number of creature. Is the name of Jesus. You should know numbers if you want to understand some of the things. So number four is implied and it means the four creatures. Uh, remember in Ezekiel, he says, I saw the four creatures. The creatures were what? Four. So number four typifies the creatures, which is typifying uh, the created man. Is the name of Jesus. So we see that there is three times four to make twelve for this complete number and governmental number twelve. Three is for God because God is triune. Three is the number of God, and the times four is the number of man because four is a number of man basing on Ezekiel, the creatures were four. Now you see this wonderful, amazing revelation. This makes us to know that 3 times 4 equals 12 gates, meaning that God times man equals the complete building up of the new Jerusalem. And you glorify God for such a, a wisdom that God has revealed in these scriptures. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that this is the manifestation of the triune God. Hallelujah. So we shall proceed because I have less time to talk about these things yet we must finish them by God's grace I will want to rush number 6 is its wall and the foundation of its wall Revelation 21 18 to, uh, to 20 
tells us that the building material of its wall was jasper and that the foundation of the wall of the city was adorned with the 12 precious stones at first of which was also jasper now jasper with its dark green color because jasper is dark green in color it is a sign of being rich in life because green typifies life as you see vegetation is green because it has life when it dies it turns to brown praise the name of jesus so this signifies the appearance of the very god who is rich in life so jasper is dark green in color this indicates that the new jerusalem is built with all the redeemed saints who have been transformed into precious stones you read this first corinthians chapter 3 verses 12 Praise the name Jesus. And you read also 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2 to 5. You see these precious stones, how they are transformed by the work of the Holy Spirit. So, alright, we have been seeing that the leading category of the stone is Jasper, bearing the very appearance of their God who is rich in life because God is life and is shining with the light like a most precious stone. See, even Jasper stone, it is clear as crystal for the expression of the transforming God in his manifestation in the new creation for eternity. Now we see that the transformation of the saints from their natural being into precious stones, because this is what the Holy Spirit is doing every day. He is changing us from our naturalness become precious stones. This signifies the riches of Christ in different splendor. Because these stones were in different splendor. So this typifies the riches of Christ in different splendor with the appearance of God's life in its richness. And this is done by the Spirit. The Spirit of God is doing a great work in us today. Because he's preparing us for the new Jerusalem. So now we know that the New Jerusalem is composed of three categories of precious materials. The number one category is gold, signifying God himself in his divine nature. Number two category of uh, precious material is pearls. Pearls is another uh, category. Now this one signifies Christ in his life, in his life-releasing death and life-secreting resurrection life-secreting resurrection. Then the third category is precious stone, signifying the spirit needs transforming work. You see, the spirit is in us to transform us to become precious stones. So, that means that precious stones belong to the spirit, the Holy Spirit. The pearls belong to Christ. Then God belongs to God the Father. And all these natures we have possessed. We possess the God nature, divine nature. We possess the redemptive work of Christ as pearls because we received his life when he died and received another life when he resurrected. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we come also to become precious stones by the work of the Holy Spirit. See, God is embodied in Christ today. That one you can find in Colossians 2.9. Praise the name of Jesus. And Christ is realized as the spirit in us. That one you can find in John chapter 14, 
verse 16 to verses 20 talking about the spirit of reality whereby Christ is going to be realized and made real as the spirit so with the spirit we see the reality of Christ hallelujah so the three are one especially in the believer's experience of life for example God's nature is his divine life which is the very life of Christ released through his death and is now concealing in his resurrection into his believers. This life was released in death to conceal itself in his resurrection into us. But it was God's life that was in Christ Jesus that is now transported into us the believers. Now with this life the spirit begins to transform the believers, making them precious, precious materials for the building of the new Jerusalem to express the processed triune God in what the three of the Godhead are and have done and in his marvelous manifestation in the ages to come in eternity. When I say the processed triune God, I mean the God who has gone through process. That is from creation to incarnation, then uh, living on earth to crucifixion to death to resurrection to ascension, then he descended. All these processes God has gone through for the one purpose to enter into us, that he may transform and that he may transport his life, working us by the working of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah for that. So, um, I trust God someone is following me clearly. But we shall proceed and we shall see how we are going to uh, wind up this episode today. We want to see the temple. We have seen the wall and the wall and the foundation of its wall. We have seen. Now we want to see the temple. The Bible says that in Revelation 22 verse Revelation 21 verse 22 the apostle tells us that he saw no temple in the New Jerusalem Oh, then the temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. Hallelujah. So, since God and the Lamb are the temple, they could not dwell. Uh, they could not dwell in it because they are the very temple, and it's not their dwelling place. Praise the name of Jesus. It is the dwelling place of all the redeemed saints who serve Triune God by dwelling in Him. See, the way we serve God is by dwelling in God. God becomes our temple as we are serving Him. We are the priests in Him as the temple. On the one hand, the New Jerusalem, which is composed of all the redeemed saints as the habitation of God, is the tabernacle. And on the other hand, the New Jerusalem, which is constituted of the processed trine God as the dwelling place of all the redeemed saints, is the temple. Is the name of Jesus. So it is the tabernacle for God to dwell in. It's the temple of the believers, the redeemed to dwell in and they serve within God. So therefore we see that the new Jerusalem is the mutual dwelling of both redeeming God and his redeemed. It is both the tabernacle and the temple. The tabernacle is the is the redeemed, and the temple is the redeemed God, the redeeming God. In other words, the tabernacle that God dwells in is us, the people that are redeemed. He dwells in us. But when is the when the New Jerusalem is the temple, it means that 
The temple is for us to dwell in this redeeming God. In that we are dwelling in each other. In the new Jerusalem. We are going to be dwelling in each other. Praise the name of Jesus. That is how the new Jerusalem has been designed. This indicates strongly the redeeming God is mingled with his redeemed through the process that he has gone through and the procedures he have shared in for his expression in his eternal manifestation. You see, God has gone through several processes. Hallelujah. I know that if someone is close, uh, uh, like following closely, you are seeing something of light with me in the name of Jesus. I want to continue with number eight, with, which is its glory and its light. We are talking about the new Jerusalem and we are seeing what is the constitution or the makeup of this new Jerusalem. We come to its glory and its light. Still we are in the book of Revelation, chapter 21. Verses 11 and verses 23. This tells us that the new Jerusalem as the glory of God and her light was like a most precious stone as jasper stone, clear as crystal. It has no need of the sun or of the moon that they should shine in it. The glory of God illumines it and its lamp is the lamb. Praise the name of Jesus. So we see that here in these verses the glory of God which is God expressed because glory is God expressed begins to illumine the new Jerusalem to give it light therefore the glory of God with God as its substance as its essence and element is the light of the new Jerusalem which shines in the lamp as its lamp you see this is so amazing God is the light, whereas Jesus is the lamp that carries the light. So there is that shining from Jesus Christ to us. So the expressed glory of God, or the God of glory expressed, is the light shining in Christ as the lamp through the jasper wall, which is clear, jasper wall of the New Jerusalem, like the most precious jasper which bears God's appearance rich in life because it is green in color. The appearance of God rich in life goes with the shining of God's expression in his final and consummated manifestation. This is so glorious. Hallelujah. A new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. So, I don't know if I can make it to finish, but I want us to ponder these points. You see, I, I want to talk about one which is number nine. Uh, we shall continue with the others next time. Which is its throne. In the New, in the New Jerusalem, there is the throne of God. Re- Revelation chapter 22 verse 1 and verses 3 tells us that the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in the New Jerusalem. And that a river of water of life proceeds out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. According to the context here of this portion of the word, the throne of God and the Lamb is the center of the new Jerusalem, on which the redeeming God, as indicated by the expression God and the Lamb, they carry out, carries out his administration from the center 
which is the throne based upon his redemption there is eternal kingdom in which in the new heavens and the new earth to keep everything in the universe in in the order that serves the purpose for his expression in his eternal manifestation this is the goal of his redemption he wants to sit amid us to work to carry on his administrate administration hallelujah we have seen that there is river of the living water proceeding from the throne in the center of the new jerusalem praise the name of the lord so someone should see these wonderful aspects and these wonderful uh, truths we are talking about god's manifestation in the new jerusalem as the consummate expression of god and we have seen as most of the things concerning the new jerusalem i believe next time i'll come to talk about something also uh, to to finish up with this uh, third aspect uh, third stage of god's manifestation i'm left with something like three of the things that make up a new jerusalem then we shall proceed on something new lord bless you and pastor dennis